Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies and roots for the monster in a creature feature. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your host who's a one and done kind of movie viewer who is kind of freaked out by reptiles. And today we are talking about the very first American version of Godzilla. We're doing Godzilla 1998, starring Matthew Broderick, just to be even more clear about which Godzilla this is. Um, we, of course, are doing this movie because Godzilla vs. Kong hit theaters and HBO Max. And so we wanted to, you know, go back and see, not the earliest version of him, but like one that like nobody liked. <laughs> Yes, um, it seems like no one really liked this version and we were curious to see <laughs> if it's as bad as people were saying and if maybe it holds up. And yeah, it's the, it's the first one that was fully produced in Hollywood. So what does it seem like now, now that America is just pumping out Godzilla movies? Directed by Roland Emmerich, who gave us Independence Day. So destruction galore was the expectation. Absolutely. And... There's a lot of like Independence Day vibes that I get from this movie. Spoilers warning. Uh, we're going to be talking about this movie. Um, and if you haven't seen this 20-year-old movie, you know, this movie is legally allowed to drink, I believe. <laughs> I think so, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to spoil it. So for those of you who don't remember this movie, I'm going to tell you about the summary. <laughs> uh, IMDb summary. Here we go. A giant reptilian monster surfaces, leaving destruction in its wake as it strides into New York City. To stop it, an earthworm scientist and his reporter ex-girlfriend and other unlikely heroes team up to save their city. That's pretty spot on. It's accurate. Fully, it's what happens. I would take like the second half out because who cares? <laughs> Who cares about the earthworm scientist and his ex-girlfriend? We'll I mean, get into they, that. But... I mean, that's what the movie's more about those guys than it is Godzilla. But that's any Godzilla movie. We focus on humans and not the giant monster. And you know what, Hollywood? I'm going to dare you right now. Just give me a movie where it's just this giant monster and another giant monster. Or multiple giant monsters. Let Let's do it. Let them it out. I just want to see fighting for an hour and a half. No I humans. Mean... Why, are I, why else would we watch these movies? I'm not here for Matthew Broderick. Sorry about it. I'm here for destruction and monsters. I was there for Hank Azaria. Yeah, it was fun. That was very fun. <laughs> I did like him. Um, oh. I, would, I would definitely like describe this movie as a super cheesy Godzilla movie where he just destroys New York. I think of this, when I think of this movie, 
I labeled as uh, this is the Godzilla movie where he is very outdated CGI and directed by the guy who brought us Independence Day. There you go. Oh, that's very accurate. All right, Jessica, what was your first time with this movie? So this was actually my first time with this movie. What? Yes. You went 21 years without (laughs) watching this? I did. And I couldn't remember like if I had ever seen it. Um, but then watching it this time around, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely never saw this. <laughs> I feel um, like the with the end, you would definitely remember, oh, yeah, I've seen this or not. Yeah, I uh, I remember, though, as a very young kid, uh, you know, going to Hollywood Video or Blockbuster with my family, I would see that DVD case with, like, the eye, like, really intense, like, profile of Godzilla. And that, for some reason, freaked me out as a kid. It was like one of those that like I could not like deal with and it freaked me out so much I would actually have dreams about Godzilla coming and like screwing up my life. It's just it's just I the I yeah it's just like I don't know why that freaked me out. Um so I think maybe that's why I avoided it for so long. I also am weirdly was very scared of Jumanji as a kid and I've never seen it because it ever ever it scared the shit out of me as a kid. I've oh never... guys, we <laughs> just learned which movie we're gonna do eventually. <laughs> um, oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't know. Like I, it freaked me out so much when I was little that if I was misbehaving, my mom would her like punishment would be like, "I'm gonna put on Jumanji if you don't stop," and I would be so freaked out that I'd be like, "Okay, I'm sorry." I don't know. Like it freaked me out as a kid. There are so many things I want to. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't even know how to. Just process any of this information I just got. Oh, you're scared of Jumanji. Uh, I will say the opening is really creepy, getting yeah. sucked into a game. Where you, like, the rest of it's fun and playful. Oh, God. there's alligators in that movie. Well, you wouldn't know. You didn't see it. I yeah, I just remember the kid getting sucked up in the game really freaked me out. And... We're here for we're here for Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, Jumanji yeah. will be its own future episode. That's yes. absolutely happening. All and right. Yeah, I was a wuss as a kid, so like DVD covers freaked me out, and the Godzilla one did, so I avoided it for a very long time. Listeners, um, if you know of any freaky uh, movie covers, movie posters, please tell us, yeah. let us know. That way I can torture Jessica with some posters. Were there any DVD covers that freaked you out as a kid? Or, yeah, that freaked you out. I don't, yeah. I'm All asking right. you, Joe, were there? Oh, me? No, yeah. I was a fairly normal child, I think. <laughs> I also was really freaked um, out by Pinhead on the Hellraiser okay, TV cover. That My parents would have just had me avoid the horror section. You're not going to like any of those. <laughs> oh, yes, you're right. You're the parents. <laughs> Turns out, oh, no, those are, some of them are enjoyable. Okay, well, um, Blackbuster Generation, uh, if you're listening, let us know if there were any DVD covers that freaked you out. Because there were a few for me. And Netflix viewers, are there any that you see streaming that you're like, oh, I don't want that. That thumbnail looks weird. (laughs) All right. So my first time watching this movie, uh, I was about 10 or 11. The perfect age for young boy at 10 years old. This is, I think this is the movie for them. I was pumped. I had like, I had a couple of the toys. Because they made toys for this movie. So we had very different experiences as children with this movie. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into some other people's first time with this movie. I'm going to read you what Rotten Tomatoes has. It's Tomato Meter. 
15%. Yikes. That is low. It's so shockingly low. I think that might so far be the lowest critic rating we've covered. Yeah, the audience is not much higher. The audience score was 28, so 15% (laughs) for Rotten Tomatoes. Those critics did not care about Zilla at all. American (laughs) Zilla! Since it's so, so low and really panned, let's change it up a bit and get into some positive reviews. Some some people that did like it. Margaret A. McGurk of Cincinnati Inquirer. The new improved 1998 Godzilla is big, loud, fast, and expensive. But at heart, it's just a silly monster movie for kids. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it was exactly for kids. (laughs) It was all those things, Margaret. You are right. All right. Gary Sussman from Boston Phoenix wrote... Emmerich's hype-driven Godzilla appears unstoppable. Matinee audience will surely be screaming, we're off to see the lizard. The wonderful lizard of Oz. (laughs) What a creative, creative review. How different would Wizard of Oz be if the wizard was a giant lizard? That would be way better. (laughs) Or... If every character in Wizard of Oz was a giant lizard. That would be bonkers. <laughs> I'd like to see that first. I'd like to see that reboot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Frederick and Marianne Broussat. A monster movie with a surprisingly potent moral message. <laughs> What's the moral message? I don't remember a moral <laughs> message. The moral message was nuke that giant lizard. <laughs> yeah. Which... I- so I started rewatching the old classic Godzillas, and I'm very familiar with the Godzilla we got in 2016, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and just watch like Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, nukes kind of help Godzilla. All those nukes like have only energized them or made him more powerful. So nuking him in this movie, I was like, um, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's going to work, guys. That's going to actually give him strength, but who knows? I mean, I didn't make this, so I don't know. I've just watched other ones. So let's hear some full-on negative reviews. Oh, there's so many. Where they didn't hold back. They just said what they thought. They really did. Michael DeQuina from themoviereport.com wrote, flavorless piece of sci-fi hack work. I mean, I don't know if I would technically call it sci-fi. Right. Or, or hack work. It's just, it's a silly monster movie, guys. It's a silly monster movie. You know, you're either on board or you're not. Like, yeah. Okay. Hack work is pretty intense. Nell Minow of BeliefNet. The movie sorely misses the quirky charm of Independence Day's Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. And the story never captures the heart. I, uh, yeah, I agree. There's like definitely times where I was like, this is like a poor man's Independence Day. And they, <laughs> but it's the same man's Independence Day. <laughs> it's the same man's, uh, you know, off day, Independence Day. But yeah, there's no like charisma in these characters for me to be like, what's going to happen to them? Where in Independence Day, I care about all those people. Um, I do want to say, um, upon reading these reviews, Nell Minow also wrote a second review about this movie. Oh, they came back. They came back for more. Uh, she had more to say. 
Oh, uh, this time for Common Sense Media. So she switched places and had to write more. That feels like double dipping, but okay, go off, sis. Violent updated classic could be too intense for young kids. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is designed for kids. Like, it was very watered down. It's not violent. There's no, every like attack of a human would be off screen. Right. Or there covered is no by something. Gore. Nah. Man, could you imagine? Well, I mean, Godzilla's not really going to eat humans. He's just going to stomp on them. Yeah, could you imagine, like, an R-rated gore-fest Godzilla? Oh, my God. But I don't know. I don't see it being R unless there's baby Zillas that are yeah. roughly our height to chew on us. A big, giant monster Godzilla? He's just going to step on everybody. Right. Or, he's just, or like, burn everybody? Yeah. We're just in his way. He's got shit to do. Yeah. Oh, but... If the gore is like another monster he's ripping apart. Oh, damn. Iconic Roger Ebert from Chicago Sun-Times wrote, you have to absorb such a film, not consider it. But my brain rebelled and insisted on applying logic where it was not welcome. Okay, Roger Ebert, mad respect. But bro, it's a monster movie. (laughs) You don't need logic here. (laughs) Like... You don't you don't need to have the steps figured out. In movies, stop trying to put logic into monster movies. I don't need it. I don't no, care. We, Just, we're not here for like, here's an explanation on how this could happen. Who cares? I don't care. Just show them like destroying stuff. All right. So now that we've gotten past other people's first time with this movie, let's get into my first time. Your what? second time third time it's probably a third or fourth time but like let's just call it a second time because it's been over 15 years since okay I've seen it. so joe what was your second time around like wow so <laughs> the second time is a little different because i am now more familiar with like oh um godzilla from like nice cgi mm-hmm. um where he looks so good and he's got these thunder thighs that are pretty cute. <laughs> oh, he's a big chubster and I, with a little head. I love that. Um, that's our 2016 version, as well as whatever, whatever the other dates, the King of the Monsters mm-hmm. and Congress and Godzilla. So I like that style. So this style, man, he looks super wonky. Um, the Godzilla himself looks weird. Um, and we can go into that when we don't like and we like. Uh, it just was just like... It's it's a fun like de- road trip down memory lane, but like all in all, like oh man, is it like a movie? I just I'm not getting into because it's just so it's very dated. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly dated, dated with technology, story writing. It has '90s all over it. Um, uh, oh yeah, even like they're picking up a payphone. I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> that's how they're calling each other. Holy shit. It's um, very of the time, that's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's only been 20 years. And I was like, oh, man, it feels... Man, we've come a long way with making a movie. <laughs> um, I love just pure 90s content. Like, TV <laughs> movies, I just eat it up because it's so, like, corny, and I just love it. Um, so I liked just getting into a 90s monster movie. I had fun with that, but that's, like, a personal preference. Um, I completely agree that the monster looked wonky, but it 
for me, it didn't feel necessarily because of like the technology. It just looked like wonky. It just had a weird look to him. Aside from the fact that it's like outdated and an aged technology, it just the look was of him was super strange to me too. I think the CGI looks weird, like lighting on it. I mean, of the times, I'm sure it was great or at least looked good. Uh, the design is weird and his motion is weird. Mm-hmm. That's the two things I don't like because uh, he moves very differently, um, like slower. But then he also moves really quick and speeds around through New York City, which I don't know where he gets his speed and agility because he's huge. And his size always seems to be different depending on where we're having our shot. Yes. Um, and like, yeah, even they have a lot of weird up close, like close up shots of his foot stepping on things that I think is weird. It's just odd. <laughs> um, his look is so strange too. He's like really thin and like muscular. He's got like, like he hasn't missed leg day at the gym in 20 years. Like he's, he's like, yeah, bro Godzilla, you know. And he's got this long fucking jaw that's super weird. Like, um, I'm trying to even think of what like it's like a cartoon. He kind of looks like, oh. Yeah, it's not again the technology, it's just the look, the design. You're right, like the movements change. Like there wasn't like uniformity in like how he moved around, He's which was got, super like, a hunch weird. to him too. It's very dinosaur, like super dinosaur. Yeah. Very I mean, I guess yeah. it's a Jurassic Park that influenced his design, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Cause it feels more like dinosaur than like crazy reptile monster. Yeah. Um so yeah i i didn't love his look it was very distracting but one thing i did like was just like just watching him like fuck up new york i thought was so fun i thought it was really fun to have this giant monster in a city and just like mess it all up uh there's just something super entertaining about it um i guess i didn't feel like he messed up new york too much like he could have messed it up much more yeah i agree um i just think it's fun putting him in a very populated city i think we could have gone further one thing that's super weird is they in this movie were able to evacuate the entirety of new york like in a day um (laughs) which was like that's not 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 filming not filming it but for the purposes of the story evacuate the city yeah that would never barely happen see and, and it's oh, like man. the whole city too like it's new york especially no way. in 2021 we would definitely have at least 40 percent of the population there ain't no zilla out there <laughs> i don't believe that Hugh told me it ain't real yeah and like also <laughs> at one point um they called the people that had to evacuate new york refugees and I'm like, oh, honey, that's outdated. You are away from your home for a day. Calm <laughs> down, 90s. But yeah, I just like, I thought it was epic the first time, especially he comes into New York and no one knows what the hell's going on. And he's just like coming through hot. It was fun. Um, I also like that when he first arrives in New York, it's like a very rainy, like gloomy looking day, which just makes the whole feel like way more ominous so i liked that uh especially like his initial arrival 
So it's so weird seeing this from someone else's fresh eyes because I, I don't think about that. I was like, okay, there's this scene, there's this. Oh yeah, but yeah, um, rain makes a, a big effect on this. At yeah, least I, I it feels like wet, you know. Yeah, it feels and it feels just like a darker vibe, like something is coming your way. Okay. Um, so I liked the the vibe, especially of his entrance. Um, but there were some times where like, yeah, his entrance was like pretty like cool and epic. And then he just like goes and chills out. And then we just focus he on like, the people. He hides a lot. He hides a lot. He hides but a lot. I would hide too if everyone kept shooting at me when they were trying to gift me with fish. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, they were very manipulative to poor Zilla. And I was honestly, I was rooting for him the whole time. I didn't care about any of the people. I was that's like, true. you go, dude. You do you. Like, get, get your get your life. You do you. Cool. Um, so <laughs> the people. Let's talk oh. about the, the cast of characters in this Oof. movie. Okay. So we we essentially have I would say four main characters. Yeah. Right? I think uh, it's about four. Sure. Yeah. There's a <laughs> lot of people and they're all uh so, not fleshed out. So I don't know who's main and who's not. So, so so what I like about this at least is I like everyone's role. Okay. So I like that there's like a biologist to, you know, we bring this guy in to help the army because we got to have someone who's a scientist that knows stuff. What I don't like is none of them listen to him. Yeah. Um, why did you bring him in if you're not going to listen to him? Um, we have a woman that's trying to be a reporter and she's been struggling. And I like that idea, but they give it to somebody who's not confident or just like, just in, she is like the ex of the biologist and they haven't seen each other since college which seems like like 10 years ago and he's got pictures of her which is dude <laughs> you're holding on to that for a while oh man you haven't bothered to call her up on your dial-up phone Oh, man. <laughs> yeah it was supposed to be like romantic that like he still had photos of her from 10 years ago like on his workspace but to me it was like dude Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man like i get you like if it would have been like just a year okay sure. i guess so sure. but like dude it's been it's been a while <laughs> and you haven't talked to her since then which is even weirder uh the next big character is uh animal which is he's um I, he's a videographer i think for the news mm-hmm. or at least to get like b-roll footage for stuff uh but he's like the boyfriend of her best friend so which is weird because we totally forget like she's a character in this yeah and we focus on her boyfriend which is weird but yeah um that's hank azaria and he for those who don't know who that is uh he's done so many voices on the simpsons mo and apu chief wiggum um and so fun to see him pop up and i think this was the first big thing i saw where i was like oh hey, hey i get to see him and we also get two other like simpsons voice actors in this uh, Harry Shearer, who does Burns and Smithers, is uh, the reporter's creepy reporter boss. Oh, God, that man. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That character. Uh, but it's also, he's funny when he's like, you know, shorter than the female reporters. Like, oh, crap. I got to stand up. <laughs> um, and then we see Bart Simpson for like a line. Who's Bart Simpson? Nancy Cartwright. 
Well, yeah, but who does she play? She, oh, I don't know if I mentioned, I just, my note was just Bart Simpson. Um, <laughs> I think she talks to Harry Shearer. I think right when Godzilla walks past the window for the first time, she's like, ah, Oh, that, the like receptionist gal. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I think she was the receptionist gal. Okay. I was like, oh, hey, Bart. There is so many fucking people in this movie. <laughs> our, our fourth main character is a, like secret French military or scientist. I think he's military. I, I thought he was whatever. like government. He's he's something government <laughs> French government. He's and he's somehow, very mysterious, and that's mysterious French government that's done. doing better than the American government is on the situation, and they're keeping everything under wraps and figuring things out. Uh, but that's John Renault, who is um, whew, Leon the professional. Mm-hmm. What a classic. classic. So uh, as a kid, I was like, those are my two. Animal and him were my favorites. I was like, oh yeah, that's why I got both of their figures. This uh, first time viewing in 2021, I'd say those were probably my two favorite as well. Uh, Hank Azaria is just like really fun. There's just a really fun energy he brings. And then Leon, the professional is, yeah, the one who's like, all right, we got to handle this, y'all. The couple are the more problematic, like oh. the characters aren't fleshed out, but no. like, I like the role that they play. I just don't like the characters. Um, I would say that aside from the the are my two favorites, the acting is just very like one note. Like it's very like there's not a lot of depth. Um, it's the monster movie, guys. <laughs> I tr very true, but I feel like we focus a lot more time on the people rather than the monster in this movie. So if we're gonna do that, like I got, I should care about these people if they're gonna live or die. I don't care about any of them. I, I, so, like I really don't. And especially after watching Godzilla vs Kong, they have a lot of humans. That I'm not. I don't really care about anything they're doing, and it's like double to triple the amount of characters that oh this has oh and God. when i was watching that i was the only thing i was doing is comparing these two i'm thinking man i wish godzilla vs kong did something like this and i appreciated just having a smaller cast they have more characters but it's really just we're focusing on these four deal with it and i like that hey let's just have our adventure with these guys i just i also think too the americans were so dumb like just <laughs> so dumb in a way that was like oh my god like you're right like they bring in the Matthew Broderick scientist character and anytime <laughs> he has a breakthrough of like I think I know what this is they're like <laughs> you're <d> <laughs> why would you think that we don't need to listen to the expert we brought in when they <laughs> when they get him do you remember what he's doing he's, he's in Chernobyl He's in Chernobyl digging for worms with his bare hands. What are you doing? <laughs> no face covering. You might as well been, all in. Might as well been eating all these worms. <laughs> like, oh, I'm radioactive now. Like, <laughs> I'll fight Godzilla by the end of this movie. Like, what is oh my god. What I was what do you guys logic is not a thing so yeah scientists are dumb and the military does not listen no uh, so again sort of relevant to today where the scientist is not taken seriously and just shot on like they make fun of him for having discoveries and never believe him even when but like they turn out to be correct they're still like <laughs> you're dumb 
like but he is dumb so like, <laughs> the plan the plan to like get fish for him to eat good but like what are you luring him there for because i don't think they had a plan on are we gonna capture or kill it yeah I mean, the government knew like we're gonna kill it for sure if i can shoot my gun i'm going to do it <laughs> america um, but like they didn't i don't i don't remember them having a plan of like what they're gonna do so he's eating the fish. Matthew Broderick just like walks up to it to look at it. I'm like, what are you doing? That thing could step on you. And it almost does. There's so many people in this movie that go so close to it. I think, what are you doing? You just saw him take out a building by accidentally <laughs> bumping into it. And he's crushed so many cars. Something else I like about this movie. Baby Godzilla's. Oh, yes. Which we will refer to as Baby Zillas. Baby Zillas. As far as I know, this is the first time where Godzilla gets pregnant and produces babies. And it's great. Before we talk about those Baby Zillas, I think when uh, Broderick's character goes to like the CVS to ask for a birth control like stick. He says it in the most pretentious douchebag way, like <laughs> whatever the most scientific term is for birth control. He's like, may I have that, please? And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. Like, just say, hey, can I have a birth st- control stick? Like, yeah, I need- a few pregnancy tests, as many pregnancy as I can tests. get. Yeah. yeah. Also, I like maybe I missed something, but I don't understand how he clocks like, oh, Godzilla might be pregnant. Like, I don't know how he got there. He, it's, I feel really embarrassed because I also don't know how he clocked <laughs> or just like, you know what? I'm going to throw out all these nets and whatever comes back. Good. I mean, we've been Maybe. doing a lot of fishing this movie. <laughs> um, like, he notices, I I feel like he he definitely probably sees something or. Maybe. <laughs> does he get like, because he gets some Godzilla goo at least or drool or something. It probably happened but it didn't leave us a big impact where we remember. Exactly. And that's like kind of an issue because if like the reveal of like Godzilla maybe uh, procreating is Matthew Broderick buying pregnancy tests. I also hate that the government's like, how can it give birth? It's a (laughs) man. How do you know that giant lizard is a boy or a girl? Wait, Army, you called in the biologist because (laughs) I don't know why you would know if it's male or female. And, oh, well, lizards produce asexually. Like, oh, cool. That's interesting. It could go either way. It could be boy or girl and just gets pregnant. They handle it so terribly because, first of all, all these adults cannot handle the idea of asexual reproduction. Like, anytime Matthew Broderick's like, well, they can they can produce like on their own everyone's like what again that's another jurassic park thing oh my god um but anyway godzilla has babies oh godzilla i think comes to new york to nest that yes. is essentially i like that idea yeah it's like i'm done tokyo is my home i do not want to raise those kids here <laughs> i am going to go to new york and let them live their life over there um but anyway madison square garden is just <laughs> filled with eggs and as as funny as that is i don't think there should be as many gods baby godzilla baby zillas there okay i totally agree because when the fuck did godzilla have time to lay all these eggs in like the day he was in new york he's too big to fit in there to like (laughs) squat and poop all these things out and they also made a comment of like oh man reptiles usually have about 12 
oh cool well it's like 1200 eggs <laughs> i think they should have stuck it to like 20 to 30 mm-hmm. have it like still big like oh crap like or even 12 like 20 max yeah. like but then we'd know at least there are 20 of these things going on have the military either take those out one at a time and like because we as the audience would know okay they've taken out at least like four we still have this we, we know the threat and mm-hmm. see it dim down over time uh, but there's so many of them and it's like they really watched jurassic park we're like oh those raptors were cool what if there were a hundred of those raptors but the <laughs> raptors had giant stupid heads also the look of those babies are really stupid it's heads really, so really bad. bulky. Like I kept imagining to like drag their head on the ground because <laughs> it weighed too much. One of my favorite sequences in an ironic way is when they uh like our forming characters and, and some other people are running from the baby Zillas and brave, strong warrior Matthew Broderick sees a gumball machine and decides, I'm gonna knock this over. And I'm gonna make all the baby Zillas slip and get away. <laughs> if you oh have a God. moment later, Jessica, there's a just a very adorable robot chicken sketch that spoofs that scene. <laughs> and then the baby Zillas are on like roller skates and, <laughs> and skating around. Oh my god, that's because they've really learned cute. how to like skate after that. <laughs> it's really dumb. like, and that's also like, oh wow, that is a really dated reference, even for that time. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was wild. That okay, that's how you got out of it was gumballs. Sure, okay. Um, I and all, <laughs> all the nameless Frenchmen are the ones that get eaten. Yeah, the poor guys who the are there doing the had. work, doing the work that the Americans are not doing are the ones that get eaten. Oh, that okay that's another thing going back to how dumb americans are matthew broderick again hey godzilla's reproducing and there's a nest somewhere we got to find the nest and the military the american military is just like <laughs> you're dumb no we don't and they just are like they ignore this possibility of many many godzillas they're just like nah 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 until they see it broadcast on the news yeah they use all the tv equipment in Madison Square Garden, because <laughs> that's where the Knicks play. Uh, basketball is the sport. Oh, yes, okay. Sir. Got Just it. In case you, I know you didn't like basketball, so I had to let you. I don't hate basketball. I okay. hate football. That's not, well, she has definitely stated her how much she hates football. <laughs> um, I just want to say really quickly <laughs> yeah. that uh, Matthew Broderick <laughs> is not a leading man for an action movie. He He's not he's a very it. interesting choice very interesting i get choice. like oh we hired him because he's a scientist sure yeah i get it that's why i thought i bought the action figure with the glasses that was our character <laughs> he doesn't have glasses in the movie he's just a nerd and so i just got the wrong guy he's a nerd who then like somehow evolves into uh an action hero and he's also like he is the deus ex machina of the entire movie like he just knows how to fix everything like he is ready to go with a solution and it's kind of to the point where it's like okay this guy only studies radioactive species how does he know everything there is to know about everything um so yeah he mm, didn't do it for me and it this felt like there's matthew broderick being matthew broderick running from a monster 
I will say I thought it was kind of funny just in my own head that they set up for a sequel that just then that never happens yeah there's a little <laughs> baby Godzilla egg. one survived everything because mm-hmm. I think Godzilla himself herself dies yes Godzilla dies and also I didn't like as much as I was rooting for Godzilla over the people, I didn't, I did not feel a single emotion when Godzilla died, did not feel triumph, did not feel like sad. I was just like, oh, okay. I kind of wish Godzilla had just been like, fuck this place. I'm going back to (laughs) Japan and just like swam off. And they're like, yay, we got rid of it. And then turns out there's one little egg Mm. and let that egg run the sewers. Yeah. Start its own little like mafia group <laughs> oh my god like, little, little monsters like good fellas godzilla fellas <laughs> god fellas god fellas i would love that or zilla fellas <laughs> zilla fellas oh uh goodzillas goodzillas <laughs> goodzillas, is goodzillas. oh my god I, I see put godzilla in every other when i was movie. growing up on the streets <laughs> <laughs> I would love uh, to see that movie. Oh, I would. That I'm would a made man. Bada <laughs> <of> bing. <laughs> <laughs> Stop giving me fish. I want some gobble goo. <laughs> I would love this movie. I, <sighs> would you want Godzilla to be like 100 foot tall or be like 8 feet tall? And just? <laughs> I would want him to be 8 feet tall like close to human size, still very threatening, like a Napoleon complex because he's so much smaller than his his parent. I would like that. I would love that. Well, it's that time. Do we think Godzilla from the 90s deserves a second chance? I don't. <laughs> um, we've got at least three other newer Godzillas and anything made prior with a puppet is somewhat more entertaining just the fact that it was made with a puppet miniatures is fun like newer zilla the special effects are just great um humans are all across the board in all of these godzilla movies so you know unless you're like a huge jurassic park fan and wanted to see it done poorly in a godzilla movie uh it's no need to revisit this you're you're okay um not that it was terrible i think it was fun when it came out especially being like you know, 10 when it was out. Uh, that was the perfect age range if you were in the 90s. Now, there's there's better special effects, better movies. Sorry, sorry, Godzilla 99, 98. <laughs> sorry to Matthew Broderick. Sorry to this man. I'm not apologizing to Matthew Broderick. He made his choice. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to agree with you. I didn't hate it. I didn't find it boring. I, I was entertained, but again, there were so many like flaws that we're very distracting. Um, and like you said, there's better Godzillas that came before and after that you can spend your time watching instead. Um, if you, Hey, if you love 90s nostalgia and cheese, sure, go off. I had fun watching that. Um, but otherwise, no. If you're looking for like a serious Godzilla movie, this ain't it. Well, none of them are a serious Godzilla movie. That's true. I don't know. The Brian Cranston one had a lot of like very like serious, like intense things happening. That's the oh, it's good, it's very yeah. stylistic, yeah. Um, but also mm-hmm. just watch Kong Skull Island. That's way better. Mm-hmm. Kong Skull Island is great. I mean, there's just other options 
to pick first before this. If you think there's a cheesier 90s movie or better creature feature, let us know in the comments. Please. Tell us about it. <laughs> what is your favorite movie that you think people didn't care for but you love? Like, hey, that was a really fun monster movie. Let us know. Maybe Please. we'll review it. Yeah. Tell us what you want us to give a second chance to. Like, we will watch it. We're game for any movie, clearly. We did Master and Commander. I mean, come on. We'll watch anything. <laughs> oh, except Master and Commander again. Yeah, we're not doing that again. And no Woody Allen movies. Sorry about it. We're not doing that. <laughs> Don't apologize for that. Yeah. You know what? We're not doing Woody Allen sorry about movies. That. And I'm not sorry. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, as always uh like joe said leave us a review let us know what you think let us know if you love the 90s godzilla or hate it oh how do you feel about matthew broderick what's up with him um let us know let us know what movies that you think we should be watching and giving another chance to uh as always you can find us on instagram and twitter at second chance movies we are on pretty much every podcast platform as well as youtube and Thank you again to BD McBeatface for making our dope theme song that we just love to pieces. Um, and we'll be back next Sunday with another Second Chance movie. Bye, everyone. Second Chance